Welcome to the Tulane Coffee Podcast, where we hope you will be instructed to know God, inspired to love God, and challenged to obey God. This episode was recorded November 29th at our weekly Connect service with special guest speaker Joshua Bird. This is our Thanksgiving gathering, talking to us about an attitude of gratitude. It's great to be here tonight. I'm glad to be able to share with y'all. Um, and I'm just going to pray, and then we're going to jump right on in. Jesus, I thank you for this time. I thank you, Lord, for uh, just this, this opportunity that I have to share with these students. Father, I pray that you would help us to, uh, to be grateful, to always assume the posture of gratitude. Uh, let it be so, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. So, all of you guys absolutely know this. We just, uh, we just celebrated Thanksgiving, and what I've discovered, actually, this year is my first year uh, discovering that Thanksgiving is actually my favorite holiday, uh, for a couple of reasons. Of course, there's the food. Uh, there's, like, a ton of food. Me and Justin had a ton of people at our house on Thursday, uh, a ton of food. We're still at the leftover phase. Got a little bit of mac and cheese left, a bread pudding, a couple of pies, uh, a little bit of so we just make a lot of food for Thanksgiving. Uh, but my birthday also falls around Thanksgiving. There's some years where my birthday has actually fallen on Thanksgiving. Uh, and so I just had a birthday this uh, last week, almost a week ago. Uh, happy birthday. And um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not that old. But uh, what I'm discovering, though, is that my memory is not as good as it used to be. Now that I'm in my late 20s. <laughs> I'm in the last, uh, in, in the last year of my 20s. I'm 29, so I'm 29. So I'm not that old. But I have realized that I'm never not getting that great. Um, and so I've discovered the power of remembering things um, and how important that is, not just for like being a human being, but also just for being a believer, um, how important your memory is idea of remembering things. Um, so tonight we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving from the perspective of simply remembering, uh, remembering the things that God has done, remembering who he is. Um, and so we're going to read the scripture real quick. It comes from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 through 18. You guys, most of you guys know this, but I always like to get a volunteer to read for me. I like to get a volunteer to read just those few verses. It's really short. Rejoice always. Come on, brother, you better read. That's good. <laughs> Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so that verse 18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances. Everybody say all circumstances. Okay, so the scripture doesn't say give thanks for all circumstances. That's not exactly what the author is trying to communicate. They're not saying to give thanks because you failed your test or because your grandmother passed away and your loved one is no longer here. But in all things, give thanks. Um, and so the real question that I have when reading that scripture is why? Why is it important that we give thanks in all things? Um, and I think part of the answer lies within the verse itself. It says, for this is God's will for you. 
It's God's will that you give thanks. This is literally what God wants for your life. It's for you not just to rejoice always and to pray continually, but also to give thanks in all things. That is what God wants for you. Um, and so, I understand that you guys have been reading through Numbers. Yeah? Some of you guys have been reading through the book of Numbers. Um, so I figured we, we'd go to one of the scriptures that you guys read um, just a few weeks ago um, in the book of Numbers. Uh, it comes from Numbers chapter 11, verses 4 through 6. I believe that this, this scripture can give us a good lens, uh, a lens through which we can understand why giving thanks in all things is important. And this idea, going back to this idea of remembering who God is and what he's done, why that's so important in the life of a believer. So can I get a volunteer to read? Yes. So, just a quick recap for those that may have read this a couple of weeks ago, or maybe this is your first time reading this. Uh, the book of Numbers comes after Exodus, so this is after the children of Israel, the Israelites, are liberated from Egypt, and this is after their time um, at Mount Sinai, uh, when God gave the Ten Commandments and the Golden Calf and all that. So this comes after all of those events, and this is one of the events that happens um, during their time in, in the desert. Um, basically, they start complaining. It actually, it's really funny to me, it says uh, they started wailing, which sounds kind of ridiculous that they're wailing about the food that they have. Um, and they remember all the stuff that they had in Egypt. They remember their cucumbers. They remember like cucumbers? Cucumbers uh, Cucumbers, melons, leeks, onions, broccoli. I, I think that that's just kind of a funny verse that it's listing all the things, um, all the different kinds of foods that, um, that they like to eat. Uh, but one of the things that I, I want to highlight from this, or one of, one of the things that I don't want to do when looking at the scripture, I don't want to villainize the children of Israel and say, oh, look, they're such terrible people because they were complaining and wailing and saying that they wish they had all the things that they had in Egypt. I don't think that that's necessarily the proper perspective, but I do think that there are some really good things that we can pull from this scripture that will help us to understand even what it says in uh, 1 Thessalonians, why we should give thanks in all things. Um, and so there's really only two things. There's two things that I want to pull from this scripture. One is that it's important to give thanks in all things uh, because it helps us to remember the character of God. Everybody say character. Character of God. So, in all of the Israelites' complaints and their wailings against God, they somehow managed to forget that God had literally given them manna for years up to this point, right? Um, literally making food out of nothing. That's what manna, manna is like, these little flakes of Bread that literally appeared before them every single morning and the Israelites would go and they would gather what they needed and they would eat, they would have food for the day. I want you just to imagine for a second how incredibly miraculous that is that every single day God is literally making something out of nothing for them. And so again, we don't want to villainize them, but somehow they forgot that this was the kind of God that they serve, a powerful God. Even when you look at the book of Genesis, the Genesis chapter one, and it says that God said, let there be, and there was, right? 
The kind of God that that the children of Israel served was a powerful God, a God that can literally make something out of nothing. It was about, probably over 10 years ago at this point, I heard a message, um, and it was talking about um, basically how a lot of times we complain about the world that we live in, like, oh, the different problems that we have in the world, and like, we have issues with with the planet that we live on. Um, And the preacher that was preaching, he said, okay, that's really good. If you don't like the world or the earth that God made, you can just go ahead and make your own. But the only thing is, you have to use your own character. Which I thought was hilarious. It's like, yeah, we can complain about all the things that are wrong in the world, and we can try to make something new, but we don't actually have what it takes to make something from scratch, right? We don't have that ability. But the children of Israel, they had the kind of God that could do that. And we also have and serve that kind of God that can literally make something out of nothing. That's the kind of God that we serve. So this continuous thanksgiving helps us to remember who God is, not just in terms of his power, but also in terms of his faithfulness, right? So the children of Israel, they were complaining and wailing that they didn't have the food and all the things that they had back in Egypt, but they failed to remember that God was with them every step of the way, even in their rebellion. Right, you might have read in Exodus or even uh, later on, just a, a couple chapters later, uh, in, in Numbers where the children of Israel, they just do all kinds of craziness and they rebel against God. But yet still, he is faithful. That is the kind of God that they serve. And whenever we assume the posture of gratitude, it helps us to remember that that's the kind of God that we serve. Does that make sense to you all? All right, so the second thing. Why is, why is it important to give thanks in all things? Well, consistent thanksgiving helps us to remember what God has done for us. So not just God's character, but also the things that God does for us. It's not just that God is good, but God is good to us. It's not just that God is kind or patient, but he's shown that kindness and that patience to each and every one of us. And so it's not... Well, we'll start here. What kinds of things has God done for us? Well, there's the obvious thing called salvation, right? Where we have been rescued from the consequences of our sin, where uh, we once lived a life where we were trapped in sin, where I had, I had uh, a friend tell me once, I have, I have a case of the I can't help it, right? Where we just couldn't stop doing the things that we knew that we didn't want to do, or the things that we knew that we weren't supposed to do. We're caught in this cycle of sin and repentance and sin and repentance and going back and forth and back and forth. But Jesus has rescued us from that terrible life. And so just like the children of Israel, sometimes we, we want to go back and say, man, this living this life as a Christian is so boring and I wish that I could go back to the way that things were. But yet we fail to remember, just like the children of Israel in their complaining that they had all their leeks and onions and garlic that they were actually enslaved in Egypt. They're wanting to go back to this place, but they forget that they were actually enslaved. And so assuming this posture of thanksgiving will help us to remember that God has rescued us from slavery and brought us to a place of freedom. Not only that, but I believe that assuming the posture of thanksgiving helps us to see the small things that God does for us on a regular basis. 
right? And I think that that's really one of the best parts of Thanksgiving for me is that you get to really consider and reflect on the small things that we oftentimes take for granted, like our hearts that are beating. You just feel your folks right now. I mean, every single one of us could do this because we're all in this room and we're alive, right? So all of our hearts are beating. Why don't you do this with me? Go ahead, take a deep breath in. Exhale. How often do we think about the breath that we take in? How often do we think about the fact that, man, if I were to forget that I'd be dead, if, I, if, I, if it were up to me to remember to breathe, uh, I'd probably be dead. So would you guys, right? But because we have a sustaining God who gives us breath in our lungs every day, right, when we assume that posture of gratitude, we remember that that's something that God does for us. I was running from the park the other day, my shoe was uh, untied. I almost tripped and fell. You think about kind of the fragility of life that even just a, an untied shoe could cause so much damage or break the legs, but I can still walk, right? And how often do we think about our ability to walk or to lift our hands? But again, when we assume the posture of gratitude, we remember that it's God that helps us to move our arms and our legs. Some of you guys may know this. I'm from Oakland, California. It's not the shout out to California. It's Northern California. Yes, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We'll accept San Jose. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, so I grew up in Oakland. It's not the best place to grow up. I grew up in the hood um, at a place called Sabrina Park. And so there was a lady, there was a crackhead in our neighborhood. Her name, her name was Pam. Um, and we're talking about this idea of gratitude when it comes to just having a sound in mind. Pam was crazy. She was kind of the worst. Uh, so much so, she would literally, she'd be so high and out of her mind, sometimes she would come onto our porch and urinate on our porch. Just like, man. I, my heart really went out to her that man, she's in, in such a, a terrible place in her life. But how many of us can say that, man, I may not have it all together, but I just have a sound mind. I'm not walking around crazy, out of my mind, talking to myself, all those kinds of things. And again, when we assume the posture of gratitude, we remember that God has given us a sound mind. It's those small things, man, that we oftentimes either through our complaining or even just by being human and forgetting. Now, we, we, don't, we don't even think about those small things. But again, when we assume that posture of gratitude, we remember that it's God that gives us breath in our lungs, that helps us to walk, that gives us a sound mind. I don't think any of us, when we leave here, are going to live on the street, right? We all have a warm home to go to. It's probably going to be plenty of leftovers for us to take. We have food to eat. Small things. Sometimes we forget. We don't even think about it. But like I said, we take those things for granted. But we assume the posture of gratitude. We remember. Remember that it is God who gives us those things. And so as I'm closing, as I'm wrapping up, I just want to encourage you to not forget. 
Don't forget to remember the things, not only who God is, of his faithfulness, patience, his kind, but that he's also been those things to us. He's done things for us, not just our salvation, but the breath in our lungs, the place of sin. Friends that we can call family, right? That's really what Thanksgiving is. And that's why the scripture says it's important to give thanks at all things. Because that's what God literally wants you to do. I'm going to go ahead and pray and then we'll break off into discussion. Um, God, I thank you so much. Because you have given us breath in our lungs. Help us, Lord, to remember the things that you've done. Help us, Lord, to remember who you are. So that we're not like the children of Israel who wail and complain about the way that things used to be or the way that we want things to be. But Father, I pray that you would help us to assume the posture of gratitude, of continually giving thanks in all things, because that's what you want from us. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.